Hi everyone, welcome back to Model Student. I'm your host, Alexandra Rain, and today my guest is Maya Buckley. She is a photographer who does both commercial and editorial work. We talk about her creative process as well as developing skill versus style, um, getting made fun of. I laugh only because I can relate, um, which you'll hear in this episode as well as accessibility in the arts and her experience being a woman of color photographer. Um, I'm so glad this episode is finally coming out. I recorded it way earlier this year and I've been very excited to share. So I hope you enjoy it. You know that TikTok audio? It's like, I'm sitting on a bad boy piece of information. (laughs) That's me with this episode. This is a really good one. Um, And I mean, I can't sign off the intro without saying, don't forget to leave a rating and review and bonus points if you send this episode to a friend. Okay, enjoy. Love you. Bye. Model student. Today I'm joined with Maya Buckley, <laughs> not <Hi>. Maya Buck. <laughs> um, so I know I haven't met you ever in real life, but I have followed you on Instagram for ages, and you're good friends with Hannah Ruth, right? Mm-hmm. Or like, yeah. like mutual know each other. No, um, yeah. yeah, I was. I'm like, I wait. As soon as I said that, I'm like, I think that's true, but I'm not actually sure. <laughs> Um, and you're such a talented photographer and you're pretty young too, aren't you? How old are you? I'm 24. 24. Okay. Yeah. So still young, but you're like insanely talented. So I'm really excited to talk to you. And I think you have such a, um, unique style, but before we get into everything relating to photography, I'll just, we'll just have a quick introduction. You can introduce yourself, um, hobbies outside of photography, what your favorite color is, just anything that you want, want us to know. Okay. Um, I'm Maya Buck. I, my favorite color is purple. Oh, nice. Um, um, I don't know. I grew up in a small town in Utah. Um, I already said that I'm 24. Um, I'm married, my husband is an artist, and um, I'm a Sagittarius. Oh, nice. Do What's your four, do you know, like, your top three, or your big three? Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm a Sagittarius sun, a Leo moon, and a Gemini rising. Okay, I am Gemini sun, Gemini moon, but Sag rising, but my little oh. sister is a Leo, and she's, yeah, Leos are fun. They're really fun. <laughs> yeah, they are. I, um, I feel like I heavily relate to my signs like I was just reading up on my my signs the other day just I just am not great at retaining information yeah I was like I'm gonna gonna read this again but I'm I'm pretty into the signs so I like I don't know I'm I like astrology a lot I just can't like always remember everything about it no neither can I like I remember like the main like that Gemini's or like, like Two Face allegedly, or like have, but I'm like other than that, I'm like I actually don't know anything, so I don't know why I'm I like, asked. I like Gemini's. I have a lot of friends that are Gemini's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I. I fun. Yeah, thank you. I feel like we get a lot of Gemini's get a lot of. Um, a bad rap. Yeah, I was trying to think what to. Yeah, negative negative uh, reputation. But. Yes, I think I always say to people though. 
the only people that don't like certain signs or talk like poorly about them is are usually just the sign that's like opposite yeah like some people be like oh i hate gemini's and i'm like well like what's your chart (laughs) (laughs) yeah totally totally um so what town in utah did you grow up in can i ask yeah, I, I grew up in Springville. Okay, nice. <laughs> I actually, is that north? Like, where is that in relation to Salt Lake? Um, It's one town south of Provo. Okay, nice. So, uh, like an hour away from Salt Lake. Nice. Um, when, really small town. When did you start photography? Did you start while you were in Springville, or was that... Because you, you live... You're based in Salt Lake City now, right? Or are you still... Um, yeah, I, yeah, I'm based out of Salt Lake County. I don't okay. live downtown or anything. Yeah. I, I used to, but not anymore. Yeah. Um, but I did, I guess, technically, yes, I started doing photography <laughs> when I lived in Springfield. Yeah. Um, I started when I was seven, so it's, it's been a long time. Yeah. Um. Did you have, like, because I remember being a little kid and having, like, just like pretty basic like digital cameras that had like you could take a picture you could record what did you start what was like your first camera um well that's a tough question because I don't really remember (laughs) my mom actually did photography for like I think two or three years when I was really little so my first photo shoot was on her like professional camera that she would use cool and I like I used to steal it all the time and, like, take pictures of my Beanie Babies. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> That's awesome. I think, at, <laughs> I think at the time, she wasn't shooting film, but when you – it was just – it was so long ago that when you would take pictures, you'd shoot them on, like, a giant, uh, like, memory card. And yeah. then instead of, um, like, uploading them to, like, your computer like you do now, you would just take them and get them printed printed kind yeah. of like a roll of them you just drop it off yeah. and uh, I I got in trouble a lot because she would just take her card and drop it off and all of a sudden she'd be paying like $40 for prints of my beanie babies <laughs> not realizing that I had taken so many pictures oh my gosh that's so awesome so was your mom a professional photographer then um she did like, she did do, um, like, client photography, like, people yeah. paid her, I guess, um, but she just kind of did, like, most most of her stuff was pictures of babies. Oh, okay. Um, and then, uh, like, she would do family photos or, like, wedding photography, but it really wasn't, it was nothing like it is now, so I I feel like, it, it like, the only people who were, like, professional photographers were like people who were working in magazines and stuff like yeah for sure nowadays you know if you have a camera and you like to take pictures you you could call yourself a photographer but I feel like back then it wasn't so um open to accessible yeah I, yeah. yeah it was just not really as much of a, a thing as it is now yeah so um but you... it she sorry no no I was gonna say do you think um like because of social media do you think now that gives people more of the passage to be like yeah I'm a photographer like yeah I'm a model or yeah totally I think I mean social media has just been such an incredible tool for any type of art Mm. um for people to become artists because uh you know you can you can do it and then you can 
post about it and be like, I am a photographer now. Like, I, yeah. I'm an artist. I'm a painter. I did this. Like, here it is. Whereas, you know, for most of history, you you had to know people and you had to, like, ha- get into the industry and have an agent and, like, yeah. um, put your stuff in a museum or have a gallery before anybody would actually be willing to call you that like an artist like yeah a real artist, like give you a title for sure mm-hmm. so did your mom when you so you started technically when you were seven when did you start taking it not more seriously but like more seriously yeah but like doing it more when did it transition from like a hobby to a job I guess is what I'm wondering um so I don't I guess my first paid shoot was when I was like 15, but before I was getting paid to like take pictures of other people, um, companies were like sending me stuff and I was just taking pictures of it for like Instagram. That's so cool. Um, yeah. Like that's was, so was, young to like have companies be like, okay, here you go. Like take these pictures. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was, um, it was kind of towards the beginning of Instagram. So mm. there were was like I don't know it was every I feel like a lot of the stuff people were posting on Instagram was very like Tumblr aesthetic for sure yeah and so um people would I don't know I would just reach out to companies sometimes or they'd reach out to me because my my Instagram was just my my photography but a lot of it was um of myself or like I had a lot of friends that were um just interested in photography so it would be like um, their photography of me yeah um I don't know I'd just be like hey can I have some free stuff <laughs> yeah yeah I would be like oh sure like we can see that you have a camera but I I think now it's not as easy to like reach out to, to places like that yeah and <laughs> for sure um but I I've just always been really I just I've just always loved it I don't know I think when I was younger it was a lot more I don't know I I like the idea of I just want to remember everything I guess I remember being like so little like probably four or five and like I would at night stare up at my ceiling and I'd pick a certain spot on the ceiling and I'd be like okay next time I look at this I'm gonna remember today yeah like, like rewind the day in my head so that I would like you know really lock it down in my memory for some reason like yeah. I, never, I just was always really afraid of forgetting things I and, completely resonate with that I know exactly what you're talking about fully um, yeah so I I just have always like um besides the fact that I thought it was so fun to like play with the camera and my mom had one and I like I think maybe just because I was little watching my mom do it all the time I was like I really want to try that like I yeah. really want to um, I don't know, I want to be a photographer, but also, um, I, I just from the time, like, as long as I can remember, I would just be carrying around a camera to like take pictures of what was happening so I could remember it yeah. or like, I could look back on it. I'm, I have always tried to write in journals. I'm not very good at it. Yeah. I do it like I do it more, um, I mean, I do it, but it's not like today I did this, you know, yeah. it's like, I don't know. Oh, um ideas scribbled down or like I don't know my tarot card reading yeah <laughs> yeah definitely um so I would just carry my camera around and uh take pictures and I I think I did have some of those little cameras that you mentioned before like the like the little ones from Walmart that yes were like $20 yeah 
Yeah. I remember having those and I would get them for Christmas like every year because they didn't, they never lasted. Or yeah. Them as um, but I also, uh, I started like being more into it, I think, when I got my Nintendo DSi. Oh my gosh. <laughs> That's awesome. And so I'd so like try to do uh, photo shoots of myself with it. And yeah. I was looking for it the other day and I can't find it right now, but I know I have it somewhere because the pictures on it are just so funny. I wanted to pull them out because it'll be like, I would put it on timer and I'd like run to get in front of it and I'd like do some crazy Oh my pose. gosh, I love that. You're, you're ahead of the game. Everyone on TikTok is like, here's how I take Instagram pictures by myself. And you're doing it with... <laughs> with my ideas. Yeah, that's so awesome. I was embarrassed about it, though, like, for a long time. I no, think. that's uh, so cool. I didn't want people to see the pictures I'd take. But I remember even bringing it to, like, school, and I'd carry it around at recess, which you're not supposed to do. But I'd, like, yeah. make my friend smile and take pictures of just the kids at recess. Oh, that's and so sweet. Um, in... I think seventh grade, I got a like an iPod Touch with a camera mm. on it. Yeah. And uh, my friends, my like junior high friends and I would go out um, just around, like we'd walk home from school. And so instead of walking home, we'd walk to like the main street of our tiny town and like take these dramatic pictures of each other on my iPod Touch. Like. Yeah. No, that's awesome. Just looking dumb. I don't I, like. I, they're not dumb. They're they're funny. I have been looking at them recently though because I was making like a like a TikTok yeah. kind of evolution on my work. Yeah. And it's just so funny to look back at it and remember, like, oh, my gosh, I thought this was the coolest photo. Like, I thought I yeah. was so talented using my iPod Touch. <laughs> I love like, it. Photography. Um, and I would edit on uh, – I started editing on PicMonkey. Yes, that sounds so that. vaguely familiar. Yeah. It was, there was like PicMonkey and there was one other one that was kind of the same thing, but it was like an online, like you, it was a website and you could edit photos on it. And it was pretty, like, if you had the, the full pack, cause they had like a free version and then you could like pay to use more, but, um, it, it was pretty like in depth, I guess, for yeah. kind of the time. Like I, I would remove backgrounds and stuff in it and you weren't, it wasn't as easy as apps are now. Like you yeah. could probably download an app that would automatically remove a background for you or something yeah. um but I would kind of like figure out all these tricks to remove the background like I would paint white behind the subject or something to like r- remove the background but yeah I, I was just kind of messing around with it I I remember asking my dad I like begged my dad to get me photoshop when I was like 10 years old but at the time you couldn't just like get a subscription you'd have to um like buy the whole software yeah. and like download it to your computer or yeah like you'd have to like go pick it up from somewhere and like plug it into your computer and download it oh my it. gosh no way I didn't realize I also wasn't doing photoshop when I was 10 like I had I had like an iPod touch but I was not I was not I was not a natural like you are with photography. <laughs> it sounds like you've always been drawn to it. Like it's always been kind of a consistent in your life. Yeah, I, I always like to think about, I feel like it's in my blood. Like mm. um, my dad did, did photography when he was in college. Okay. Um, like he, I actually used the film camera that he used then. Yeah. Um, but he, I don't like he didn't do it professionally or anything. But I think he did take like a class, like a course, yeah, during school on photography. And um, sometimes I'll find his like old 
pictures that are just like mostly nature or like pictures of my mom or pictures that he like that's like, so sweet of himself. yeah <laughs> so I've just yeah I've just always really been drawn to it but my parents both my parents did it they but they never really taught me. I was anything. one. I was gonna ask, like, since were they like, okay, this is how you edit a picture, or, like, this is how you? No, not at all. I think my mom gave me advice one time, and it was, <laughs> it was, um, she was like, you can always crop a photo in, but you can never like crop a photo out. Yeah. What does that mean? <laughs> and I still think about that. Like, so if you if you are taking a picture of a subject, like a person. Yeah. If you took it too close to their fa- their face, you couldn't like. Oh, like very literally is what it means. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, yeah. I'm like, is this a metaphor? Like, what does this mean? No. <laughs> no, she was just like, make sure, like, if you if you need more space around a photo, you can at least crop the picture closer if you need to. Yeah, that's so okay. I love how I'm like, this is like a great metaphor for life. Like, what does very straightforward. So since you have done it your whole life and now you're 24, do you feel like you just learned as you grew up? Yeah. Um, just like practice and er- or trial and error. Yeah, I was just actually talking to another photographer about this because um, I feel like people always ask me like, how did you get into photography? Like, yeah. how did you learn? What should I do to, to start? And like, how do I learn? And, uh, and I always am like, you, you know, you need to practice, but that's yeah. with anything, I guess. But I really don't remember, uh, like at a, a time that I had to, that I was ever like, I'm really interested in this. I'm going to watch a bunch of YouTube videos mm. or something. Like I just, liked having a camera and I liked taking pictures and like over 17 years I guess I've just kind of developed an eye for what I personally like and also what um is kind of like the basics of it kind of like the rule of thirds or I don't know just kind of things like like your technique just like naturally improves as you practice I would assume I mean for 17 years mm-hmm. like you're not you would progress that I would hope <laughs> uh you know yeah, anything yeah. Oh, I, I try I yeah definitely like I I remember I used to love to do it for fun and um I obviously would do it for clients but there was yeah. a point when I was like in high school where I suddenly was like very aware of the fact that hmm Sorry, let me, let me think of the right way to say this. No, no, no. Take your time. I think I, I think I just became aware of the fact that people were, like, perceiving my work and yeah. seeing it online. And so I wanted, I, like, became insecure kind of about, like, it was, For like, sure. Oh, it's so scary when you realize other people can have an yeah, opinion yeah, of like, you. It's, like, becoming self-aware as a child when suddenly you're, like, oh, like. Yeah, definitely. This is what I look like to other people or whatever you know it was just like something I was always doing and one day I was like oh I want people to think that this is good I don't Mm. just want myself to like it like I want other people to like it you know for sure well it's I feel like your work is well received like you are extremely (laughs) talented and your style this is why I wanted to I mean for so many reasons have you on but your style I like can't pinpoint it but when I see a photo of yours I'm like yeah that's Maya's it has like this very almost like whimsical yet ethereal and like almost like vintage like I don't it's just so many things at once and it's really remarkable 
and I'm like honestly kind of at a loss of words to like trying to describe it because it's so much more I think than what you can see in some commercial like it has you, your personality comes through in it. Sorry, I'm just like completely rambling about. No, oh my gosh, I, I. But that, it's. It's like so special to me. I've never heard somebody describe it that way. Thank you. Yeah, of course. Um, I want. I wanted to ask you with that about your creative process and like if you have like a ritual before you do a shoe or how you prepare. If there's like a Pinterest board or like how the ideas come and then the execution. Um. Yeah, I I usually I have like a lot of Pinterest boards that I um I've started to kind of build up that like my okay, let me start over. <laughs> <laughs> so usually for a specific shoe, I will like create a Pinterest board for it with with kind of the first few images that I was inspired by or if I have something super specific in mind, I'll like search search it up online or on Pinterest and try yeah. to find something similar to what I'm imagining. And then um, from there, I'll kind of look at the the Pinterest recommended, like, the, you know, the similar images and yeah. see if there's anything else that I can, like, add to it that will give, um, like, the rest of my team more of an idea of what I'm looking for. Yeah. Um, so that I can, so that we're all kind of on the same page before we even start. Mm. I used to not always do that, though. There, there was, like, a time... There was a lot of time um, when I was kind of in high school, like more when I was a teenager, that I would just pull out my camera and like see what I could um, make happen. Yeah. I guess. Or like show up somewhere and with a model or like a bunch of friends and just be like, okay, what can we create out of what we have right now? Totally. And I, I still, I feel like I still do that when I'm at a shoot, but um, I, I just found that it's easier to make a visual representation of what I'm planning um, before I go into it because now whenever I shoot I work with like a team of people it's usually not just me and like my friends doing whatever I tell (laughs) them to do it's like you know somebody who somebody who's a model and somebody like there's a makeup artist there or a stylist yeah and um that just having like a visual representation of what I'm planning to do kind of helps them know what they're what to be prepared for so they don't um come and think like oh I had this uh I had this awesome outfit that I could have used but I didn't bring it or yeah I mean I it, it helps so much as a model to even knowing like okay are we doing like this kind of look or are we going for this kind of look like it it's nice yeah. to have like the direction of like okay this is the vision and then going from there yeah I agree I totally agree the night before, do you get nervous before going to shoots or do you feel, I've actually never asked anybody that, any photographers that, but do you get nervy? Yes, I, I, I have a lot of anxiety. Mm. Um, just, Me you know, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I, I feel like the night before a shoot, I don't usually get stressed unless it's like right in the morning, but mm. I pretty regularly, like the hour before I'm supposed to be at a shoot, I suddenly am like... I'm gonna crap my pants. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, completely. Um, but I, I feel like as I work on my confidence as a person, yeah, that, that gets a little easier. Um, I when I was in high school and I really loved to take pictures. I had this awesome group of friends that were, um, also really into taking pictures, and yeah. so it was just like we would always shoot together. But then my 
my like one group of friends that was just people that I knew from high school. Like it was yeah. just people that I spent time with in school. And so they were my friends because of that. Yeah. Um, they started to like, they would make fun of me for, for doing photography. Yeah. And, <laughs> and I think that's probably, uh, it's probably pretty regular for like artists. I think No, it's like, any, any artist that you ever researched, it's always like, everybody hated them until they were famous yeah no and that's exactly how it goes it's always like I mean we think of like theater kids quote-unquote in high school and it's like they're not every every actor that you love and yeah exactly exactly and then it's like you know what I mean like those kids those like famous actors yeah weren't I'm sure got teased and like it's Mm -hmm. it's such a uh, yeah I know exactly what you're talking about yeah yeah whenever there are some musicians that that I like love their music and then I'll see them let like I'll see what they look like or I'll see them perform and I'm like oh they totally got made fun of when they were like a teenager yeah like, people definitely were making fun of them it's brutal but, high schoolers are yeah. so mean <laughs> like it's... they really are I, yeah. I remember um I feel like my life before I went to a uh, public school because I, I used to go to a charter school and okay. um, highly recommend I I the 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 diversity that we had, like between students, like I, I didn't experience racism until I went to public school when mm. I was in seventh grade. I like junior high is when I switched to public school. Yeah. From elementary, and I mean, I guess we were younger, but like I don't know. I think there was just so many things that I did in elementary school, or so much about me that I just was so confident about. And yeah. then into seventh grade, it wasn't that I didn't like those things about myself, but it was that suddenly other people were like making fun of me for it and so yeah that's really when I like developed insecurity yeah <laughs> I think that's probably true for most people just that age too is hard to be that age but yeah um especially with my with photography like I've been doing it my whole life basically yeah. like as long as I could remember and then uh, when I was in high school my friends would make fun of me for doing it like to me but they would also like post things on social media like mimicking oh, mimicking my captions or, I like, hate this I'm like this is too visceral <laughs> for me I'm like I know what you're talking about yeah, and like, I know exactly how this feels and I I hate mm-hmm. it because then it's like this thing that you love so much and are like trying to develop when people and it's hard when they're like your friends ish because yeah, it's like friends, yeah exactly friends. like with quotation marks because it's like okay and you don't want to be that person too in high school that's like this really hurts my feelings like I didn't have the courage yeah. to say that to yeah, someone's yeah, face cool. like you want to be like oh, yeah I don't care what you think. and yeah. I tried really hard to be that way but yeah. it, it definitely like personally affected me like I feel like even up until the like even up until the past few years and even yeah. now there are certain things about myself that I like I'm like why do you feel this way about that because you you like it you enjoy it or whatever yeah. but because you know some dumb kid made fun of me about it in high school I like it sticks with you but yeah like it 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 sucked for sure like, and even though I don't I always have to remind myself like I do not care what those people think about me now why do I why do I, why am I still like hanging on to that feeling yeah. of what they said to me, you know, when I was 17? Yeah. Um, do you feel but, that way? Like if you were to post, like when you're posting a photo and like writing a caption, do you feel like, oh my gosh, are they going to 
like do you get (laughs) not yeah I guess nervous about it or do you start to second guess yourself yeah I think what I really uh what really came out of that experience for me because I I still did it and I still uh yeah you've made it posted and like I don't know I it, it didn't make me quit doing it but I definitely became just very insecure Mm. with myself and like everything kind of everything I believed about myself because Mm. when I was a kid I was really confident like I I'm a Sagittarius yeah the Leo the Leo the Gemini yeah Yeah. I liked to be in charge of things I liked to be the center of attention when I was a kid like I loved performing Mm. and like I don't know, being perceived. And now when people look at me, I'm like, please don't You're like, don't form any opinion on me. Like, yeah. <laughs> I do not exist. Yeah. But, um, when you post things now, do you still kind of like hear their voices, I guess? Um, not really so much anymore, but I definitely used to. And I think therapy has helped me a lot with that. But yeah. like, um, I don't know. There was even, I think probably like, up until the last two years is kind of when I still felt like that and mm. it's funny because I I never even like I don't even I, I don't interact with those people anymore like yeah. I don't follow them on social media like I truly don't know what they're up to besides kind of what I hear from my family because we did grow up in such a small town like yeah. my sister's friends are all siblings to the people that I was friends with <laughs> yeah um, so like I'll hear things uh, about it, but and my mom actually, my mom grew up in the town that I grew up in also. So my mom's friend, like the people my mom knew in high school, their parents or their their children were my friends. So yeah. like it's like every small town. <laughs> everybody, yeah, it was <laughs> really small town. Yeah. Um, but I'll like hear about them, or every once in a while, somebody will send me like a DM on Instagram or something. That's kind of, like oh my gosh, you're, you know, like, I love what you've been doing, or, you know, you seem like you're doing so well, random things like that, and I don't really respond to them usually, just because I, I feel like, you're like, remember when you guys were making fun of me, <laughs> like, <laughs> six years ago, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, I'm just kind of like, I don't, I don't feel like I really owe them my energy, yeah, you know, so I just kind of, politely declined to interact I guess for sure I mean my one of my best friends works for James Street and she'll always like get people now from high school DMing her who were like rude to her or didn't give her any attention in high school like hey I would love like (laughs) some like a discount code or like stuff like that and it's like uh like literally on that but yeah it's it's hard like growing up I feel like in Utah in general, but especially like small town Utah and pursuing something that's maybe outside of like the norm here, doing something creative and getting immediate feedback from your peers in high school. Yeah, I feel like especially as a woman of color, Mm. I just, I think that I was already um, just feeling kind of the discrimination from my peers because of those things. And so the you know the fact that they were making fun of me for something that I was passionate about it it probably honestly it probably just stemmed from that discrimination in the first place that they you know thought it was stupid but yeah it's it's uh it's hard especially 
when you have, you know, big dreams and big goals. And I think um, there's probably a lot, a lot of reasons why a lot of people don't really come out of places like that. Mm. Like, you know, big names for literally anything is just because, I don't know, I think everybody's just like, well, I'll marry the person I dated in high school. And then I'll, you know, have kids at 18, because that's what you do in Utah. And then, yeah, I think it's I it's so interesting um because I think like everyone is creative but I think you know depending on the environment that you grow up in depending on if like that creativity is celebrated or like pushed further I -hmm. think like you know every child is like so creative has all these ideas so much imagination and then I feel like as we grow up it's like you have to stick in the lines a little bit more like okay you know what I mean even just with how school is and how we learn and it's like there's a right answer and like this is it and yeah Mm -hmm. I would love to like explore that more because I I I don't know I just feel like as adults creativity unless you're working in a creative profession is not prioritized when you're grown up does that make sense right Mm-hmm. And it's also not accessible, I think. Yeah, that's such a good besides, point. Besides the fact that, you know, people are trying to fit you into a box, like, cameras are expensive. You know, yeah. there's a lot of people want to do a lot of things that they just don't have access to. And then yeah. because your parents are, or like, I don't know, your school or someone is trying to tell you that you need to be exactly one way, people just kind of, like, give up on those hopes yeah. or ideas they had in the first place that's such a good point I hadn't even that sounds so dumb to be like I hadn't even thought about that it wasn't accessible to everyone but it it I mean isn't obviously um I'm actually curious how how would you describe your style like if you do you well actually let me backtrack first and ask do you like business wise are you able do clients just kind of come to you now and say like, this is what I want to shoot. I want to shoot this. Or do you have companies reach out or is it still kind of a little bit of both where people reach out to you and then you're still doing outreach? Um, yeah, well, kind of, I don't, I don't really do, um, outreach, I guess, but I, so all my clients, um, come to me, but usually well, I guess they, they don't always have like a very specific idea of what they want. Sometimes they do, but sometimes they don't. Yeah. So um, if a client reaches out to me with exactly what they want, then that's kind of ideal for me because yeah. I don't have to worry about it. Like, I guess if somebody sends me a Pinterest board, um, like I would send, you know, to like a team that I was working with, I'm yeah. like, perfect because like you know it's just you instantly know what you're going for and it's much easier but um sometimes people have no idea what they want and so you know I'm like well here's here are some options or I guess before I ask them that I ask them all right before I send them options I ask them kind of some general questions about what they want to do um like if um somebody booked me for portraits that, you know, portraits are kind of, uh, pretty straightforward, but it's like where they're like, if they don't have any ideas for their location, then I am like, you know, do you want to do it outside or inside? Yeah. 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 Totally. Yeah. Sometimes people, um, sometimes people, people want to book a shoot and they're like, I have no idea what I want. And I'm like, okay, well, do you, 
you want a location like this or like that? And they're like, I don't know. And I'm like, okay, well, can you, can you know? Like, can yeah, you yeah, pick your I... preference? Because I... <laughs> yeah, because you obviously want it to be something that they'll like, too, and, like, deliver what they want. Yeah. Especially, I'm like, I don't know, whenever people don't, whenever people are like that, which is actually, I feel like, more frequently mm. than I, you would imagine, a, a lot more frequently than I wish it was, I yeah. guess. <laughs> when people are like, I want to do a photo shoot, but I, I don't know what I want. And I'm like, okay, well, what's it for? Like, yeah. why do you want to do a photo shoot? Like, I don't know. If you're paying me um, money, then I feel like you have some kind of idea of what you are hoping you'll get from it. You know what I mean? Like, you you don't just give people money for, <laughs> like, do whatever you want. Here's some money. Totally. Um, so. I, I was wondering, too, because I was – Wondering if, like, you have had to, like, kind of pitch yourself and be like, this is my style, this is what I do, or less? Um, not really. I mean, yeah. I when when I was in high school, like, when I was a, a teenager and people were paying me to do photo shoots, um, I think that it was much more that way because I wasn't charging a lot. Like, mm. I'd be like, I, I'm booking for, you know, family photo shoots for $50. Yeah. And people would be like, $50, that is very cheap for family photos. Like, yeah, you know, I'll book it, whatever. And then, uh, but because it was so cheap, they're like, um, not, you know, my ideal clients. Or they weren't yeah. my ideal clients. Like, it wasn't um, somebody that had a very specific idea of what they wanted. Or they maybe they did have an, a specific idea, but it wasn't from it wasn't based off of my work like now Mm. when I get clients clients book me because of my work like they've seen it and they know what to expect yeah and so that's why they book me but back then people were just booking with me because they you know were friends with my mom and saw my Facebook post yeah my photos were (laughs) this is perfect book and send yeah do you I'm curious so I have so many questions and I keep like ping-ponging back and forth between them but that's how I talk so much. Yeah, I'm like, I love that we're communicating the same way. Do you, how would you describe your style? For, like, say, a listener who's, like, never seen your Instagram, doesn't know what it's like, how would you, like, if you had to give, like, a quote-unquote, like, elevator pitch? Uh-huh. Um, well, I I think first, I, when I when I look at this question, I, um, like, pulled up my my Instagram feed and was yeah. like scrolling through it like how I <laughs> you're like wait <laughs> <laughs> yeah um but I I guess um I guess to me personally I don't feel I mean I definitely know I have a style but I don't feel like um that you could look at my like you said you'd look at my work and know that it was my work which I think is like that's so flattering like that's such a great compliment because I don't normally see it that way like yeah I I try I guess I kind of try to get my work to match um a little bit so mm. that hopefully people would be able to differentiate it from someone else but also because um I don't know it's like having a style of art yeah you, know, you kind of like obviously have a preference to your own art I guess but also if you're a commercial artist if you're trying to get paid to yeah. make art you need like a kind of a consistent portfolio so that people know what to expect um but I I don't know I guess when I was looking at it I kind of 
was thinking that it was bold and like mm. clean like bo- i don't know bold lines but it's not a painting so that doesn't make sense <laughs> but that, that, that no that that made sense to me i'm following like kind of a clean like i don't know clean even if even with my film i feel like it looks pretty um pretty con contrasty i guess yeah. maybe like i don't know i think that sometimes um like it's popular to make your photos look kind of flat yeah it's um, uh, yeah i know surprisingly for someone who's not a photographer i feel like i know exactly what you're talking about so this is making sense <laughs> to, to me and my brain i yeah 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 so um i don't know i i feel like personally i like to think that it's um a little more artistic than what you would expect to see from like a commercial photographer or commercial photography I guess like if you're if you just search commercial photography I feel like it feels very uh very the same yeah no you, you definitely have um like a very dreamy like yeah I get like your photos just feel very dreamy to me but like a really like vivid dream I don't know if my descriptions are making any sense. I'm like, this makes sense to no, me. I, I love that. That's, yeah, that's you can so you can put this on your website now. You're like vivid dreams. Vivid yeah, exactly. Um, so I was yeah, I, sorry. Okay. Go ahead. Um, I I was thinking as I was um looking at it though, I was kind of trying to think of like actual art styles because if you if you like look up styles of photography, it's not like other art like it, it's not yeah like pop art or modern or I don't know uh abstract like there's not styles like that it's like commercial or portrait and it's like those are styles I guess but it's, those it's are more like, like genres, genres. Yeah. yeah yeah photography there's not really like names for styles yeah um, it's kind of yeah. like handwriting I feel like it's like like if you know someone's handwriting, you could be like, oh, "Okay, that's Maya's handwriting. That's Alex's handwriting." And there's like print, cursive, like I don't know, bubble letters. <laughs> but it's it's like hard. There's like so much within that. Do you know what I mean? Right. right yeah. I don't know. So, I I like kind of feel like maybe I would describe it as almost like pop art. Yeah. But not. I, I don't know I feel like that's missing something it needs something else but um, yeah it kind of kind of along the lines of like what pop art is kind of like you know uh it's uh something kind of uh dra- it's kind of like dramatized commercial yeah feeling like it's based off of uh, I don't know like if if uh if, if Andy wore Warhol's art was photography that's what I would want my photography to look like I yeah guess. um I really love one of my all-time favorite photographers that I've just always loved is Petra F. Collins um, okay that sounds so familiar but I don't know if I I'm, I'm sure you've seen her work at some okay. point she did, like this beautiful dreamy like nostalgic feeling film and she shot for like huge companies like Gucci and mm. okay like, yes he recently did a, a campaign with Gucci and Miley Cyrus over the last year. Like, cool. Maybe I don't know. Yeah, it's just like really dreamy in its film, but it's also like almost like it's uh, movie stills. Kind mm. of like there's just so much um, 
there's just so much to think about, I guess, when you look at her photography, like, yeah. like looking at a painting, you could sit and contemplate it. Yeah. Uh, and so I was trying to figure out how to describe her photography once, and I really couldn't, like, I was, like, Googling to see what other people said about it and stuff. Yeah, um, you're, like, on the Reddit forms. <laughs> yeah, like, trying to figure out how people describe photography styles is so hard, but yeah. Um, one thing about her work that was, like, pretty consistent is that people would call it nostalgic and Mm. that's a word that I personally just feel like drawn towards and so I I don't really know what it is about I mean it's kind of interesting so I don't mean to interrupt your thought but I I don't want to lose this thought it feels I mean tracing back to what you said earlier about like being a kid and looking up at you know, your ceiling and thinking like, okay, when I look at this part of my ceiling, I'll remember this day and I'll remember this detail. Like, it makes sense to me that you would be drawn to nostalgia as even as a child being so aware of your own mortality in a sense and feeling the need to document and to remember. Like, that's Mm -hmm. a very, like, almost like an artist impulse of like needing to create in order to remember in a way. Yeah, totally. I, I definitely want people to look at my photography and feel something mm. rather than looking at it and, you know, being like, that, you know, like, I mean, I sometimes do photography that is just that yeah. for clients, but like my, my work that I am personally like putting, trying to make art or, um, or work that is you know just got a little bit more depth to it um than just a basic headshot or whatever i definitely want i try to make it so that when you're looking at it you're like actually thinking about it not yeah. just thinking about the person the subject or whatever like yeah. i want to think about the photograph not the subject totally like I mean the subject is in the photograph no but I know what you're saying there's like a difference and and every there's there's different value in each one right of like doing model development test shoots which are so needed in the industry and then doing like just very 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 commercial like product photography Mm -hmm. which is also needed and valuable and then having photography for the sense of like a story and a feeling and okay. I think it's it's especially god I like every episode I'm like social media but with like <laughs> it's so interesting to me how that's affected really everything within like the fashion and entertainment industry but with photography I feel like now everyone and it's not to say whether or not this is good or bad has the ability to call themselves a photographer but I feel like it is more subject driven which again that's not necessarily bad but it's just an observation of difference I guess yeah yeah and I'm not I'm not against that type of photography I have like it's not like like I'm not about it yeah (laughs) yeah I I do that kind of photography too for clients that don't usually um like share that Mm. that type of work I probably honestly don't share like 80 percent of my of the actual work that I do like I never that's I mean, so interesting to hear. It, I, yeah. I'm not posting it because what I post on my, you know, Instagram feed is more, it's, it's more of my personal work and like kind of what I want to be hired for. Yeah. But um, especially living somewhere like Utah, there's not a, like a huge market for that type of 
stuff. Yeah. So, um, that's so, I feel like that's really maybe useful though, because I feel like a lot of just artists in general, like once you start doing something, which is like the dream, right? To be able to be paid for it and to do it professionally and make a living off of it. But then you can kind of lose the creativity of what drew you to it or lose your own vision for what mm-hmm. you had hoped for. So the fact that you're able to create for you and what you want and then still be able to create for clients and get paid for that, I think that's a good balance that I actually haven't really seen yeah. or heard of. Yeah, I feel like most um, most people who kind of try to do art photography, I guess is the only way I can think of to explain it. But when people, when a photographer wants to create um, something very specific, um it's you like especially here you just can't really find uh like if you're trying to shoot uh an editorial campaign styled shoot every time you shoot you're not going to be able to do that here and so if you want to to do photography you're going to have to do a different type of photography here in order to be paid for that so I think most photographers usually have a day job yeah that they do and then they do their personal uh art artistic photography on the side or for fun yeah um I was I even did that for like years after I got out of school but um high school I, I didn't go to college but yeah. I I recently have been just doing um like I do freelance photography full-time and okay, nice. so um you yeah you like my clients I I love my clients and I am like really lucky to have the clients that I have but um it's taken a while for me to direct the direct myself to the correct type of clients like I don't it's hard to explain but like yeah um like you said most photographers I think don't get don't really understand that you kind of have to do those two different things if you want to do photography full-time in Utah yeah you you can't just um, decide that you want to only do, you know, like a Gucci campaign yeah. and then expect to get hired for a Gucci campaign here. Like, Yeah, I know it uh, is that thing. I think it's so I saw a TikTok the other day, actually. Of, I think she's a stylist, but some woman in New York saying, like, don't be fooled like a lot of the people you see on TikTok working like these jobs in the industry have like a day job or have like two little side jobs that they have to do in order to yeah sustain themselves, sustain themselves and get by them. yeah especially yeah. and it's I just feel like that isn't talked about enough okay. because then it feels so like wait why am I not able to do this full-time or why am I not modeling full-time when it's like in reality unless you're like you know the Hadids or one of the top top models like you're you're a barista or you're a nanny in addition to modeling you know what right. I mean right yeah totally um yeah especially here like maybe, yeah I don't know maybe if you lived in a, a bigger city you could you could do you know your yeah. art full-time and still not be a Hadid but like <laughs> yeah here, and I love the Hadids I love the Hadids <laughs> don't get it twisted I love them so much <laughs> yeah um but you know like it's just there's just not a ton of creative hiring around the the state of Utah and there that doesn't mean there's none but there yeah. just isn't as much as 
you might think trying to do an art form full-time yeah I'm curious then like with this I feel like this is a good lead up to and I always like to ask people this that come on the podcast but what advice would you give to someone wanting to be a photographer or wanting to start photography or wanting to be able to pursue photography full-time that was like the same question just reiterated in like three different ways (laughs) um well let's see I I don't know I was also trying to think of what I would really say for this um but I haven't been doing photography full long full full time for very long um I mean there there have been phases in my life where it has been my only job but I've always like gotten another job to you know pay my rent or whatever because it's it's not easy um but I think I don't know I I just feel like I'm still trying to figure it out like I I mean I'm doing I do it I'm doing it but it's (laughs) like every day I, I need to navigate a new challenge Hmm. but maybe that's just like life I don't know I I think that maybe people just expect that you you're you're gonna hit a certain point in your life and then you'll just coast for the rest of your your time especially as an artist or something it's like oh maybe once I get uh you know when somebody finds me hires me to do this one thing or yeah like finds me I'll I'll suddenly be uh, super successful and I'll never have to work again or like I'll only be able to do fun stuff and I'm sure that there are a lot of uh, I'm sure that that is possible yeah um, but that hasn't happened for me yet yeah and, keyword yet <laughs> uh, yet correct um, but I mean like even um, even Andy Warhol you know one of one of the most famous artists of like all time like everybody knows that name everybody yeah. could recognize a piece of his work but he was still um even when he after he was making you know millions of dollars off of his art it was like he was still doing art to make money uh like like his portraits that he did yeah that was you know just kind of so he could make money like he he had been so successful at that point already um and people knew his name and stuff but he would still be like okay who wants to hire me to make a portrait of them yeah and was just like always working and also something that he said I can't remember the exact like quote but he basically said like the uh let me try to think of how to word it correctly but um he he said something about uh, how business, like the best way, maybe the most successful artists are also businessmen, something yeah. similar to that, where, um, where he just kind of like talks about how m- making money, like figuring out how to make money out of your art is an art form itself. Yeah, for sure. And, um, and that's so, so hard for like, I feel like that was not something that came because I, like, have danced my whole life, I've always been a writer, now I'm modeling, like, I've always been in creative spaces, but it's so, I feel like now as a model, it's, like, finally clicking, like, okay, you kind of have to have, like, a brand, and you have to be smart, and, like, yes, it's fun, but, like, you need to make sure you're getting paid, and you have to be professional, like, you know, yeah, yeah, which is not natural, does not feel natural to me, it's a whole new learning curve, right, 
Yeah, totally. And I, I feel like, um, I kind of always have had an entrepreneurial, uh, like mindset about Mm. things. Like I remember being seven and like standing on the side of the road with a bunch of pictures that I drew and like making a sign to sell them. Like me and my my best friend would try to sell like our drawings on the side of the road. That's (laughs) awesome. I, if Um, I saw a seven year old doing that today, I would literally buy all of them and frame them. That's so so cool. 25 cents and we'd stand out there for hours and we'd make like 25 cents that's awesome (laughs) but um I don't even even though that's something that I'm like inclined to I still uh have a hard time it's it's still hard to do it like every day I'm like I just want somebody else to do this for me like I think it goes (laughs) back to like the confidence thing in a way of like I feel like especially with because I mean I have an agent who like sets my rates and does all the negotiations that way but like as a photographer being confident to say like this is how much I charge for this and like you know what I mean like do you totally have you struggled like with that end of it and like setting price or like knowing your worth I guess is what I'm asking yes totally I I recently raised my pricing um and I'm finally feeling like actually comfortable with my pricing but um I still, uh, for the amount of effort and work that I put into it, I feel like um, I'm still not being paid as much as some people would be being paid. Yeah. And I, but I'm happy. Like I'm, I'm okay with what I am charging now. But also, I don't know. I just sometimes hear other photographers' rates that are like way higher than mine. Yeah. And I'm like, I. Personally, I think that our our work is like pretty equivalent to each other. Like, I don't think that they're, I don't think they're bad or anything like that. That's not what I'm saying. But like, yeah. I I don't think that um, I don't I don't really see a reason why their uh, t- you know their work would be more valued than mine. Besides the mm-hmm. fact that they just know how to um, how to like demand the the amount of money that they deserve. Yeah. Uh, but which is really it's been really hard for me especially trying to go um into freelance photography uh it's just like scary because it's like you don't know when you're gonna get your next booking or paycheck yeah and if you aren't able to um sustain yourself sustain yourself that way then you know it's it's pretty terrifying I was gonna say um when you were asking me about some like going into being um like if somebody's trying to get into being a photographer full-time um something that is like so important to realize is that you are not going to be financially secure like you're just not (laughs) yeah (laughs) you have to be comfortable with that and yeah I think a lot of it I think most people aren't comfortable with that because uh it's so scary scary. Yeah, yeah but also I just hit a point for me personally that I was like if I don't take this risk then I don't know if I'll ever be able to do it like I yeah. it was just a, a point in, in my life that I just was like you know all or nothing like <laughs> like you yeah. just gotta dive in kind of for sure I mean it's so there is it's so I mean it, it ah, with any you know like creative thing but it's so because you always hear like I'm just thinking of acting for some reason right now like all of the actresses and like or an actors in like New York and LA that are you know took the leap to move there and then it's like once you take the jump it's not automatically like okay yeah someone scattered you out and now mm-hmm. you're in you know there's definitely there's just yeah. constant growing pains throughout I think 
it's very scary and if you don't like it's like how long am I willing to kind of you know go into this unknown because I think that the reason I personally I believe that like if you work hard enough and want something bad enough then eventually you'll get it but the reason that most people don't get their like don't uh achieve their goals and hit their get their dreams is because they they gave up before you know they got to that point that so I was actually gonna I forgot I was gonna ask you this and then it just came back up I was gonna ask you if you think like in this industry if it's talent or if it's luck or if it's like 60% talent 40% luck or if you think it like you just said I mean I guess you kind of answered it is mostly talent and hard work yeah I think that there definitely is a lot of uh people that become successful because of luck yeah that doesn't mean they're not talented but also I think that there are more talented people out there that just don't that never get that opportunity or chance yeah and um so I don't know I think that I think that (laughs) I mean it's something I ask myself literally every day (laughs) of like you know because I feel like and again like just thinking about growing up dancing like I remember my dance teachers just like kind of pounding in us like you have to have the right connections and you have to be at the right audition at the right time and you have to like obviously you have to be talented to be in those auditions but it is yeah but also with those like yes you have to have you have to know the people know the right people and be in the right place um but I think that I don't think that you can never know the right people or be in the right place like no matter what your circumstances are I think you could put yourself there and like yeah you know force that upon yourself for sure most people just aren't willing to to risk it and Mm. I also think that a lot of the successful people we we know of right now are people that have already had that chance like most yeah artists that are like super successful especially like child artists or you know meaning like even actors or musicians like most of the people that we um hear about are you know children of nepotism yeah it's the era of nepotism (laughs) they've got some kind of like um you know something really made it possible for them to spend all their time working on this one thing or yeah even if they didn't spend any time working on you know acting or whatever if their if their dad is a casting director or something it's like put me in your movie and then suddenly they're successful as an actress so there there's so much um I don't know there's just so much there's so so many variables (laughs) yeah I mean for sure I'm I'm curious then because this is something I've been thinking about really since I've started taking modeling seriously is if the fashion and entertainment industry is actually becoming more inclusive or if it is and I normally when I ask people that I think of it as like more in like a performative way for like diversity like what you can see in like in campaigns and you know but I'm I guess want to ask that question in like a different frame of like do you think it's like with in in regards to like nepotism like do you think it's possible for any inclusive in the sense that like anyone can make it um yeah well and make it I mean I don't make it means different things for different people right right of course um yeah I don't know I think that um especially model wise I think is where we're really 
and the inclusivity of yeah for sure it's just that because people are like demanding to see people that look like them yeah uh you know like i mean it's it is definitely performative but it's also kind of cool that we can say like it's like a good it's like we're gonna be mad yeah no i think it's i mean i definitely think there's a part of it, yeah, that is, like, because they know they'll lose consumers, but I'm also, like, that's kind of awesome. If that, like, yeah, it sucks that, like, that's, you know, that it's so long overdue and it has to be this way, but it's also awesome that now there's starting to be more space for people, you know? Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I do see, though, in in the uh, photography side yeah. of the industry that I I feel like something that I think about pretty frequently is that I just feel like there are not enough opportunities for female photographers. Yeah, I was just gonna, yeah. I I feel like people mostly don't notice because you don't see a photographer, like the photographer is behind the camera. Yeah. Um, But I I just don't think people really realize how little female photographers are um, actually like working on big things. Yeah. um, that, That are like offered those kind of jobs because um, I think a huge part of it is just that men are uh, conditioned to think or conditioned to believe that they deserve, you know, what they want and, yeah. and are just con- like conditioned, but like we, we are literally taught that like the things that we want are, you know, we don't deserve them or we don't, um, I don't know, we have to work harder or, you know, just because of sexism, yeah. sexism in any uh form of itself it's like i mean we have like a whole patriarchy that is like has been built up for exactly any i don't know i i think that like besides the fact that a man is just gonna be more comfortable hiring another man for whatever reason there's also the the fake it till you make it um yeah expression is I think so prevalent like I think that there especially as an artist in today's world yeah. you kind of have to be like oh like you can hire me for this like if you don't have an agent or what you know like you you really kind of have to advocate for yourself yeah and I think that um I think that this it kind of goes hand in hand with um manifesting because mm. in order to truly manifest something you have to believe that it's already yours like you have to you have to believe with no doubt that you can attain it and that's kind of basically what manifesting is like you have to believe hard enough that you make it happen it's also like you have to believe in yourself because no one else will like no one is gonna like give you the pat on the back to do it you know Right, but also, but because, and because of that, men who've been conditioned to believe that they can have whatever they want, they're already, they have that confidence already. Mm. Like, they're like, oh, I've decided I want to be a photographer, so I'm just going to do it now. Like, yeah, here I go, I'm going to walk into this room and, and tell all these people to hire, pay me a bunch of money to be a photographer. Whereas I think women are much more um, aware of, of, I don't know, it's just so many different factors. But I, I just I really think that women are more afraid to say that I deserve this and you should give it to me like yeah I mean we're taught to be agreeable and not to be loud or um mm-hmm. you know opinionated really I may and maybe I don't know 
that's what it felt like at least for me growing up in Utah like <laughs> 10 years ago <laughs> like maybe it's changed I hope it has I don't know how people feel today about it but no well I, I I really think that um I besides the fact that well I don't know I just think that that's like if because women don't feel like they deserve those things they don't even try it sometimes yeah and um that that's like physically manifesting something like if you if you don't even try then you're just never gonna get what's not gonna happen yeah yeah because you didn't even make any effort towards it but um but the reason you didn't do that is because you didn't believe that you could um and also I, i just i i know that there are just not very many people of color photographers either. yeah i was and gonna bring kind of, yeah kind of the same thing like um i don't know i i just time and time again see how white people don't have any like the, because they haven't uh they've always experienced, had yeah yeah um because they haven't experienced discrimination they're not afraid of it so yeah they're, they're, you know, they're not afraid to go for the, what they want because they've they haven't been told no as often as people of color have. Yeah. And so being a woman and a person of color in an industry is uh, definitely hard and scary. Um, and I think, I don't know, I, I just feel like I'm, I try to, I try to make it a point that that's who I am because yeah. there's, there's so many people that aren't. And I, I don't know. I just like all the photographers that I know, not that I know, but like, so there are so many white male photographers in the industry that are yeah. so successful and they're shooting for like women's brands and yeah. like women owned brands or brands that like are only targeted towards women. And I'm like, why, why don't we have a woman in here? Especially because male photographers are so often not people that models want to be working with. Like yeah. we always hear about uh, male photographers that are just the horror stories <laughs> yeah they're, they're yeah. just like taking advantage of women because they can because Definitely. they're they're being put in like they're the ones getting the jobs or whatever they're the ones that are shooting for all these brands and they're seeing women make it all the time anyway or whatever yeah you know? and it's like why why aren't we hiring photographers that are going to make these models comfortable and also that there are so many photographers out there that's like there's no way that you couldn't find uh, a woman photographer that's not better than a man photographer I don't like I don't know there's just some there's so many options <laughs> yeah that I... I think I think though too I'm I'm glad that you mentioned like throughout the episode that you're a woman of color in an industry that has been dominated by white men like so many other industries and I think it's really important because until you hear of somebody who looks like you doing it or until you can see someone who that I mean representation matters and I I think it's really important to know like okay well we fit in the same box and I'm like literally thinking when you have to fill out like a government form of like checking your ethnicity and it's like if they can do it then so can I because they've been able to kind of like break that barrier you know and so important um, it's been like so amazing talking to you. Mm-hmm.